Hey guys, welcome to the Candid Confidence Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Pardy from CandidConfidence.com. I'm a confidence coach, blogger, and online course instructor here to help you unleash your inner badass. This podcast is for the girl who is ready to ditch the self-doubt, overcome the overthinking, and live a life that feels fearless and free. So let's do the damn thing. Hi love, how are ya? Hope you're doing amazing. Welcome back to the Candid Confidence Podcast. I hope you guys are here ready to get motivated and pumped up to start living a life of freedom, to start living life where you're always pushing to feel your best and not feeling guilty about it, and ready to just go after your big dreams in a really big way and push past the fear and self-doubt that's stopping you. So if you're here for that, if you're ready for that, I have an amazing interview today with Kelly Marciniak. She's the freedom babe. And we had a really fun time recording this interview. I'm really excited for you guys to hear this. I can't wait for your feedback. And yeah, without further ado, here's my interview with Kelly. Hi loves, thanks for joining us today for this extra special episode. Today I'm interviewing Kelly Marciniak and if you don't know who she is, you're about to find out. I met Kelly when I went to her mastermind event in Toronto just a few weeks ago and she is just as amazing in real life as she is on her podcast and online. Kelly Marciniak is your OG freedom babe and go-to gal for freedom lifestyle inspo, which is why she founded her business, The Freedom Babe. The Freedom Babe is a platform, brand, and tribe that teaches millennial women how to design a life that makes people wonder if you even have a job. Whether you're building a freedom-based business or striving for a life filled with wine and dining and first-class travel, Kelly's got you covered. Kelly believes you shouldn't have to compromise your freedom to have a career or lifestyle you love. You can have it all. Kelly is the host of the Freedom Babe podcast, where she interviews the hottest influencers and entrepreneurs in the blogging, beauty, travel, and fashion online space. They're sharing the best freedom tips to live a life that people get jealous of on Instagram because we all need that kind of inspiration to push us to the next level. Kelly also shares her freedom hacks and self-care tips you can implement today to have more fun, drink more wine, make more money. People will literally be asking you how you have so much free time. Kelly, thank you so much for joining us. I am so excited for this convo to get our listeners pumped up to live their best lives. Welcome to the show, girl. Oh my God, thank you so much. And thank you for having me. I'm so pumped to be here tonight. Yay, gonna have so much fun. So can you give my audience a background of who you are and how you became the Freedom Babe, the OG Freedom Babe? Of course. So, okay, so, well, I'm Kelly. <laughs> um, <laughs> but before I, before I had the Freedom Babe and had this like freedom lifestyle that I have today, um, I mean, it, it depends how far back you want me to go, but I'll go back to like when I finished, um, university and kind of give you like the quick version from there. Um, so when I finished university, I had a degree, I did what I was supposed to do, but I was like, okay, I don't know what to do now. I didn't know what to do with my degree. I didn't really know what the options were. I went to school for health sciences and I just felt really confused with what I was supposed to do. I was like, where was the part where they told us like what jobs we should apply for? Like, was I hung over and did I miss that <laughs> class or that day? But like, I was just so confused. So I ended up applying for nursing school right in fourth year. Um, and I actually didn't get in. So I was like bummed at the time and I was like, crap, whatever. But 
I was like, I'll just work at the office I had been working at um, in the summers and take some courses, upgrade a few of my marks, do some volunteering and like spiff up my application. So I did that. I applied to a bunch of places again, like the following February, I think. Um, but around like this, like it was crazy. The same week that I applied to all those schools again, I was introduced to a network marketing company and I was like basically shown how I could like live a life of freedom, live life on my own terms, be in charge of the money I make, make my own schedule, all of that. And I was like so sold more than anything on that freedom lifestyle. And I was like, oh my God, this is what I've always, it's like what I always wanted intuitively, but I didn't know at the same time. Like I always felt mm. like I was meant for something more. No jobs ever really resonated with me. Um, I wanted to like be successful and make money and have freedom, but I didn't want to be like a doctor or a lawyer or anything like that. So it, nothing mm -hmm. ever clicked. But when I was introduced to this opportunity, everything clicked. So I was like, oh my God, this makes so much sense. And it was so ironic because I had literally just finished um, submitting my applications and I was like, okay, this is going to be interesting. Hopefully I don't get in anywhere again and I won't <laughs> have to make this decision. And I was like, I don't think the universe tests us. I don't know if this was like a delayed manifestation or, or maybe I was being tested. I don't know, but I ended up getting in everywhere I applied to, except I skipped my interview for one place. I pretended that I went and I like left for the day, <laughs> um, but I never actually went to the interview. So I obviously didn't get in there, but everywhere else I got in and I was like, what the hell? Like this wasn't supposed to happen. I was supposed to not get in again. And then I could just be like, sorry, mom and dad is just not cut out for me. Um, and also during that time too, like I realized that I, like when I was volunteering at the hospital, I was like, this is not for me. And I have so much respect for nurses and I think it's an amazing profession. I just knew it wasn't for me for like a bunch of different reasons. So in that moment, when I got all my acceptance letters, I was like, okay, like I deep down, I knew I wasn't going to I wasn't going to like go to nursing school, but I was just like processing everything and trying to figure out how I was going to tell my parents. And then, yeah, I ended up just following my gut with that decision. I trusted myself. My parents freaked the hell out at me and were not happy. Um, but yeah, I didn't go to nursing school. I did the network marketing thing for a few years. I loved it at first, but then I would say around like year three or so, I just like had no motivation. Like I was going to cry if I had to send one more person a message on Facebook saying, do you want to hear about my opportunity? Um, and I just like, wasn't, I wasn't obsessed with it anymore. And it sucked because I knew I wanted the, the things that it could give me. I knew I didn't want to settle on the lifestyle that I wanted or the income that I wanted or the difference that I wanted to make, but I just felt not inspired by the network marketing thing anymore. And then that's when I ended, ended up stumbling across the coach I, or, or a coach, sorry. I had no um, intention to hire a coach or to work with a coach and it just kind of all happened. And she helped me see that how like starting my own business, I could ha still have all those things and do all those things. Um, so long story short, I hired her. Um, it's been about three years now since I st officially started the Freedom Babe. Um, and I mean, I'm not going to say it's always easy because it's not. There's like a lot of work that goes into it, obviously. And it is hard sometimes despite what my lifestyle shows, yeah. but it's so worth it. Like I was talking to my dad about it today and he was like, isn't it stressful sometimes? I'm like, yeah, it is. But like, I would way rather be doing this than 
being at a nine to five, I don't like. Um, so, mm-hmm. so yeah, that, I don't know if, did that answer your question? I feel like that was a lot of rambling on my end. <laughs> no, it's so interesting. Um, kind of going off of that, like, how did you, you mentioned your parents obviously wanted you to like do the traditional thing. And there's always like the shoulds of what society mm-hmm. wants us to do and our parents yeah. and all these people. Um, what's like a good tip you have for dealing with that aspect of it? I think um, really listen to your to your gut. Like if your gut mm. is telling you to do something totally opposite than what the shoulds are, you have to listen to that. Otherwise, that feeling or that whatever is going to get so strong. It's going to get stronger. And sometimes it, it sucks, but sometimes that's when like something like, I don't want to say bad, but like not ideal happens to like force us to take action in what we're supposed to be doing. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, I think you just owe it to yourself to really follow that because also you never want to resent anyone for listening to someone else's opinion when it's, when it's really not what you wanted to do. Um, and people will either like, they'll either get it over time or even if they don't, like it's, you're going to be way happier living a life that genuinely and authentically feels good to you than following everyone else's opinion like that is just so exhausting and so draining so it's like what do you have to lose by listening to your gut like there's I feel like there's not a lot of bad that can come of it even if it doesn't work out the way you expect it to you're probably going to learn something really really big because had I not taken had I not listened to my gut with the network marketing thing we wouldn't be here right now right because I don't think I would have had the balls to start a business by myself like business was never something I considered um and network marketing network marketing was kind of that stepping stone to me and just like right now like I'm not going to sit here and tell you I'm going to be a business or a lifestyle coach for another like 30 years of my life. Right. Um, I don't, I don't think that'll be the case because I know that this is going to lead me to the next thing. I believe that I'll be an Mm. entrepreneur. Um, I don't, I'm not saying I'm going to go back to a nine to five. I don't believe that, but yeah, I think by listening to your gut, it's, it's all part of a bigger picture. So even if it doesn't totally make sense, like just trust that it's part of that this you have you're part of a bigger plan essentially and by following your gut it's going to bring you to to where you're supposed to be in the life that you're supposed to be living yeah I love that I love that because if you just go through life listening to the should it's like people are always going to have reasons I mean they're your parents for one they're their only job right is to keep you safe they're going to give you all the reasons Mm -hmm. to do what society has told us is safe so I love that you share the advice of really just following your gut because it's always going to bring you to the best result or at least the and your parents stone. are gonna love you anyways they're gonna get it yes, <laughs> eventually of course, of <laughs> or course. even if they don't they'll love you anyways so like yes. whatever <laughs> what is there ever a time though when you felt a lot of self-doubt in your journey especially with like okay you post online you're speaking about your business and things like that on Instagram was there ever a time when that made you really nervous and how did you overcome that Oh my God. Yeah. Like, honestly, I, I still go through self-doubt every day. I think, I think everyone does from either time to time or to some extent, like there's always fears that come up. There's always like that little voice in the back of your head. That's like, who are you to do this? Or that's not going to work, but it's, it's about taking the action anyway, even when that fear or those doubts are present. Um, and like, if we go back a few steps, like I remember when my coach first told me, 
you should do an Instagram live. Like I immediately thought of like all the people I went to high school with that could potentially watch it and <laughs> like potentially come on when I was live and how I would yeah. probably like stop dead in my tracks and be so nervous and be so thrown off. And like, it honestly made me sick to my stomach, stomach, the thought of going live on Instagram. And now I probably do that at least once a month without like really second guessing it at all. So um, I think again, like just getting even though you have the fears and the doubts when you can get out of your comfort zone and take action any like that is really getting out of your comfort zone is taking the action even when you're afraid like to me that's getting out of your comfort Mm -hmm. zone so the more you can do that the more you get used to it you realize nothing super bad happens at all like if anything you're growing from doing from getting out of your comfort zone um and the more that you can make a habit out of that the more you also realize that when you have the fears and doubts come up, it doesn't mean anything if you're still taking the action. The only time it means something Mm. is if you're letting it paralyze you. Ooh, that's so good. Yeah, and I think that's what sets people (laughs) apart. Like people that become super successful like you. You felt afraid and scared and nervous, but you just did it anyways. Um, That's such good advice. Yeah, yeah, and I still feel afraid. Like I feel afraid like, most days to do something or to send Mm -hmm. like some sort of email or to I don't know like there's like it's not like I wake up with these crazy big fears necessarily every day but I'm usually like doing something that scares me but I also know now that so for example um we're in the middle of applying for a condo which is really exciting um and today I felt my my mind being like okay, well, you have it really good where you are right now. Like, do you really want to do that? Are you sure the city likes for you? Are you sure this, this, and this? Like, all those doubts started coming up. And that's when I could be like, okay, no. Anytime I've made a big decision in the past, this exact same situation happens where, like, my ego tries to talk me out of it. But I know that now from, like, making all the big decisions that I have, um, anytime that I take the action, even when the ego is there and the fear and the doubt is there, it always works out so effing like amazing for me. So I also know now that like when that happens, like that's something I have to do because I know it's going to bring amazing things if I follow it and trust it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so something that I know you teach a lot about is daily routines and practices that kind of help you stay in those high vibes and help you let go of the negative things like we're talking about, like the self-doubts and the limiting beliefs um, and the ego brain coming up to, to tell us to stay comfortable and, and not move a muscle. So can you walk us through what your morning and evening routines look like for this? Yeah, totally. So I, well, I wake up. I'm not usually a morning person like it is hard for me to get out of bed in the morning I'm not gonna (laughs) lie I'm not like jumping out of there um like I could sleep in like probably till like 11 a.m every day if I really wanted to but I get up around usually eight-ish um I'm not gonna lie I do check my phone um but honestly I mean I should get better with it but I don't I don't know I check it. It's kind of fun for me too. What I've realized is it was draining to check emails in the morning. So I've been really good the last like week (laughs) with like um, deleting the email app off my phone and also like not logging in to the emails on Safari. Um, So I usually just check Instagram. Like I check my DMs if I have any. Um, And then I'll get up. I'll do like my skincare routine. 
Um, I usually make a cup of like hot lemon water with apple cider vinegar. Um, and then I do like my little morning, well, like my mini morning ritual within the bigger ritual. So I have like an altar. I've been doing goddess work um, for the last six to eight months, I think. Um, so basically like I've been working with these different goddesses who all have these different mantras and they're all they're all meant to do different things. So the one I'm working with right now is called Kali and she's all about like destroying the ego. So it's like, it brings up like some dark crap um, that you have to deal with, but it's good because you're getting rid of the ego. So I do my mantra. I sit in front of my altar. I do the mantra for Kali and then I journal on whatever, like, honestly, I, I just kind of intuitive journal after that. Like if something came up for me during that, like mantra meditation, I'll journal on that. Or if there's like a fear that I, that I've been dealing with lately, or if I just want to like affirm like that I'm wealthy and abundant and healthy and all of that stuff, then I'll do that. I just kind of see what I'm feeling each day. And then I pull two cards. I pull one from the Kuan Yin Oracle deck and I pull one from the Goddess guidance. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Goddess guidance Oracle deck. Um, that one's dream virtue. And I also like do a little quick journal on them to see what insights I have. And it's crazy because those cards are always like on point with whatever I'm journaling about or whatever is like on my mind that day. It's wild. And then that's it for like my little daily practice. And then I usually get into work after that, or I'll go to the gym. Mm. And then my nighttime, honestly, okay, I need to get get better at the nighttime. Um, my nighttime is I like do my skincare routine and then I try and like get into bed, put my diffuser on and I try and read for like, even if it's just a couple pages, something to, like to put something positive in my mind before I go to bed. I find that helps. Um, but if I have more time or I'm not super tired, I'll read for like up to an hour even before bed. But that's not that common. <laughs> Full disclosure. Okay. Okay. I have a lot of questions, Kelly. Um, yes. Okay. <laughs> you, you said the hot lemon water with apple cider vinegar. I've heard about this a lot. Tell me about this. What is this doing? Okay. So... It's supposed to be, so what I do is I, my kettle, you can set it to different temperatures. So I usually set it to 85 degrees. I can't remember if that's Fahrenheit. Whatever, when it's boiling, 100, is that Celsius or Fahrenheit? Um, I have absolutely no idea. I don't know. Well, whatever, 100 <laughs> is normally the boiling point. So I set it okay. to just below the boiling point, which on my kettle is like 85. So it, that it's okay. still like hot but drinkable right away um mm -hmm. so yeah I squeeze like a couple slices of lemons in I put like two caps of the apple cider vinegar I have like the one liter bottle I think um mm -hmm. in or maybe the 500 mils I don't know into the mug and then I add the water and it's supposed to like like wake up your digestive system like it's supposed to be really mm. good like some people have a glass of that before every single meal because it like wakes it up and it prepares your body to like better digest your food so I yeah I do that for digestion I find my digestion is a lot better when I do that and I think it's supposed to also be good for like your skin and like other stuff too there's like a ton of benefits of apple cider vinegar yeah. Okay. That's, that's kind of what I heard. And then, um, do you not drink coffee? 
I, okay, sometimes. I, I'm a big latte girl, and I don't have, like, an espresso or anything that's going on my Christmas mm-hmm. wish list. Um, <laughs> so, for a little while, I was using, like, a French press, and I was having coffee that way. Um, but I find that, like, my body is really sensitive to coffee. So, I don't think, mm. and I also have heard that coffee has more caffeine in it than espresso does. So I think my, Hmm. like, I think espresso, I mean, sorry, I think coffee, like regular coffee is harder on my body than to like have a latte because that just has like a shot of espresso in it. And then the rest is steamed milk. Um, Mm. So I go through phases right now because of like the Christmas Starbucks cup. I'm like obsessed with going to Starbucks and getting a latte or going to like a cafe near me that has oat milk and doing the oat milk latte um but yeah I oat milk's the best it's so good (laughs) like coffee is not an everyday thing for me that's like like when I hear people who don't drink coffee I'm like wow because I I couldn't survive but then again I probably could I know so many people say that (laughs) it's really growing on me more and more but I also don't want to Come dependent on it so like right. I just kind of listen to my body when it's like okay no coffee for a bit and by a bit it might be like a couple days you know it's not like I'm going mm. off and on it for like crazy crazy periods of time but yeah I just kind of listen to my body if it's saying yes like go get a latte then I do it and I don't overthink it if it's like no take a break then I take a break so I was taking a break from the French press for a while because I found that um yeah I found that like I would drink less water when I drink coffee. So I mm-hmm. wanted to like really make sure I was drinking enough water. Um, and then, yeah, lately I've been on the Starbucks latte train because those cups are adorable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, guys, if you heard the mention of oat milk, Kelly is actually the poster <laughs> child for oat milk across the U.S. and Canada. If you listen to her podcast, you will see what we mean. So go listen. And I'm definitely going to try the yes, hot lemon water yes. with apple cider vinegar. Yeah, the hot lemon also, water is so good. Sometimes – oh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, well, no. I was going to ask about something different. Okay. I, okay. I just have one more quick um, hot lemon water tip for you. Yeah, yeah. Do you like cinnamon? I do. Okay, add a bit of cinnamon to the hot lemon water with apple cider vinegar. Cinnamon's really good for you, too, and it tastes really yummy with that in it. Okay, definitely trying this. And then I was going to be really nosy and ask about what is your skincare routine? Ooh, yeah. So right now I've been using these products called Ren Skincare. I think it's a U.K. company, but, like, you can get them at Sephora. Um, I've been using them for about like eight months or so. And so I, so in the morning I do a, I use their cleanser. I wash my face. Um, Mm -hmm. I use their toner. I put the toner on and then I put their day cream. So I'm using their sensitive line. So it's like the green label. It's like a minty pale green, um, Mm. label. That's what I'm using for their cleanser and the day cream. Um, the toner is like their toner is like their signature product. It's honestly amazing. It's so good. It's like in this orange clear slash orange bottle. Um, and then I have, I have this like eye serum by, I think it's called like the ordinary company and it's supposed, it has like caffeine in it. I don't know if it Mm. really does anything. If you guys have 
a good like a really good like facial serum I just ordered one from Glossier so I'll let you know how that is or a mm. good eye serum or eye cream let me know because I find that that's so hard to find um yeah so th- my skincare routine is pretty basic in the morning that's it and then like I'll do makeup and stuff um but usually a bit later and then at nighttime it's similar so I use um I think it's called pharmacy but with an f like farm se um and it they have like a cleansing balm I think it's called and you so I do like a double cleanse at night so I use that first because it gets off your makeup really well um Mm. and then I do the Ren cleanser to give like a really deep cleanse and then I use the toner and then I'm I will say I don't love the nighttime balm by Ren I was using that for a bit and I returned it so I either use the day cream at night which is probably a big no-no you guys have a good night cream let me know as well um (laughs) or what I've been doing recently is I had a bit of that summer Friday jet lag mask left so I was using that as a night cream which is really nice too and then oh my god this is the best part there is a lip an overnight lip mask by bite beauty and it's called like agave lip mask but there's a day one that's like a that like comes in a tube and then there's like a night one that comes in like a jar they're both good but like if you want the night one make sure you get the one in the jar um and I put that on before I go to bed and like I suffer from really dry skin in the winter and my Mm -hmm. they're actually a bit dry right now even um but like that just goes to show you like in the morning they wake up I wake up when they're so like soft and supple and they last throughout most of the day too they're not too bad right now like my lips would be so much worse if I wasn't using that I literally have never heard of a lip mask and I'm so excited to order it oh my god yeah I got it I was hearing really good things about this brand called Laneige and their lip mask but I really am into clean beauty like I really like avoiding Mm. the chemicals and the nasties with the skin um, yep. so this is something I heard is a good alternative and I'm really impressed by it. And so that Ren skincare, is that, is that also like a clean brand? Yep. They're clean. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Cool. Well, that's amazing. I also, <laughs> also wrote down, you mentioned the goddess mantras and like mm-hmm. a few months ago, remember when you said to do the Lakshmi mantra and I was mm-hmm. thinking, oh my gosh, this is this girl's nuts. Like, I'm not going to lie. I was like, whoa. <laughs> Don't I'm worry. Like, I thought the same thing when someone told me to do it for the first time, too. I was like, yeah. she's got to be kidding me. Yeah. So for anyone who's listening who's, like, not fully in the woo yet, but who's, like, you know, dabbling in spirituality stuff, try the Lakshmi Mantra. It's so good on Spotify. It's just, it really does, like, bring you up. It lifts your vibes. I absolutely love it. Totally. Even if you just have it on, I mean, learn the mantra and sing it because singing it or like repeating the mantra is what brings on that abundance. Um, but like, yeah, even if you have that on while you're getting ready and you like sing it or you sing it in the shower or whatever, um, Mm -hmm. it's like, it, it's so beautiful and it makes you feel so good. And then it brings you like money and abundance and wealth. It literally does. It literally does. And I think you said to do it 40 days in a row, right? Yes, that's what you're supposed to do. You can, um, there's a book called, I think it's called Shakti Mantras and it's, you can get it on Amazon and it has like all the different goddesses and the mantras in it too. If you want to look at different ones. 
Okay, cool, cool. What about one of your favorite journaling prompts or one of your favorite journaling things you've done? Um, I like, I like doing the fear stuff. Like if there are fears coming up, like mm. writing them out, um, writing like where they're coming from, like what's triggered it. Um, going back and thinking when, like when what was the first childhood memory I, ha- I have of feeling this way or having this yeah. fear or doubt. Cause usually it all ties back to like some common or a couple common fears. And then thinking like what would I tell my younger self right now and just like allowing it to flow too like the second you start overthinking it you're blocking that like universal intelligence and your intuition from flowing through um Mm. and it's like I had a hard time believing this stuff too sometimes I'm like okay well is it actually my intuition or am I just like making it up and I literally thought that one day after I journaled and then I pulled a card and it said like you are getting or stop stop doubting the spiritual guidance you are getting it is like a high form of spiritual guidance basically like it was like a slap in the face of saying like (laughs) don't worry like yes this is real like shut up you're good um so yeah I just I think doing that is good and then also like after you are like okay what would you say to your younger self like rewriting it the story too so it's like what do you want to believe instead of that fear write that out, write out that new story, take your power back and then write out a, like affirm that as well. So if your new story Mm. is that you're successful and you're powerful and like you always like things always go your way and you can always like manifest whatever you want, like start, like write out little statements that affirm that. So you can start feeling that and believing that more and more. Okay. Yeah. Something that really stood out to me there was what would I, what I tell my childhood self? I love that. Um, I, I love the, you know, the inner child work of going back to that little version of you that was going through whatever trauma or even just like mindset crap that happened to us as a kid and, and um, kind of, like you said, taking your power back and changing that and rewriting a new belief for yourself. So that's really powerful. Totally. Okay. Yeah. And it's like the more you do that as well, um, like the easier it is to work through those fears and doubts like your turnaround Mm -hmm. time gets smaller and smaller so like if a fear right now is like like working you up for like a week and you are paralyzed from taking action or it's making you feel bad for like so long like the more you start working through them the less time it's going to actually affect you yeah and you can I'm sure you experience this when you start to catch it in the moment where you're like nope that's just limiting belief or that's just some bullshit from childhood Exactly. And Mm -hmm. it's like when you can take your power back in that moment too, you're, you're not giving your fear or that limiting belief, the power, which is so important. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Okay. Thank you so much for sharing all of that. Um, okay. Now I want to talk about your amazing lifestyle, especially guys, when you go follow her on Instagram, you're gonna be like, whoa, she travels she goes to the spa she just treats herself like she actually treats herself and she doesn't feel bad about it so first of all I want to ask you as the freedom babe what is the coolest place you've ever traveled to Ooh, okay the one that's like popping up right away so that's the answer I need to share is New Zealand I had like no expectations like my sister and I went on a trip um almost I don't know three or four years ago I think um, and we were, we were going to Australia for a family wedding and mm. we were 
we were planning the trip and whatever and she was like I really want to go to New Zealand and I was like yeah that's like I'll go and I just I didn't have any expectations I didn't do any research on it and it like totally blew my mind everywhere is so beautiful um it's like Australia except like more beautiful and things there's like no poisonous things there like nothing's gonna kill you like everything will in Australia um and yeah like there's just like so much to do and see and it like has such good vibes oh my gosh awesome I love that I love that okay and then so obviously part of your brand is sharing your luxury life sharing the travel um, and sharing the de- designer things and all of that. So I know something a lot of people struggle with is their money mindset holding them back from indulging in themselves, treating themselves, you know? Mm-hmm. So can you share your advice with us on switching up our money mindset that, so that we can stop feeling bad for either living a luxury life or wanting to live a luxury life? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's the thing, like whatever your feelings have vibrations and your vibration like is what the universe is going to match. So if you are feeling bad about anything, the universe is going to match that. And feeling bad is a lack vibration. So if you're feeling bad or like, I'm trying to think of, okay, let's, let's think of this example. Cause I find this happens a lot. Um, yeah. Credit card debt. Let's, let's talk about that for a second. So a lot of people are like, they feel so bad about their card debt and they're like, oh my God, I have to pay it off. Oh my God. Um, I'm freaking out. Oh my God, I have this balance and they feel bad. So yeah, maybe they pay it off, but then the universe can only match the vibration you're giving out. So if you're feeling bad about that, then the universe is going to like give you more things to feel bad about basically, or like Mm. give you more lack because it's not that it's not to punish you, but the universe is always responding to you. So that's why a lot of people, if they like pay their card off, they'll just attract more debt or they'll attract more things to pay for. Um, Mm. or like people who are like saving for that emergency fund attract emergency situations. You know what I mean? Um, and it's like, if you want to let's say like pay off that debt how can you feel grateful and excited about your debt almost and that's going to sound so crazy because people usually are like feeling the total opposite of that but that's how you're going to attract that extra money and same with the luxury stuff if you if you want to attract that luxury stuff or you want to buy that luxury stuff you have to like already feel good and abundant in order to to have that lifestyle or in order to have those things because so many people are like oh when I have the money then I'll like buy the Louis Vuitton bag or whatever and it's like no you have to like feel the way it would feel to have the money and have the bag and that's when you'll attract the money for it right so Mm -hmm. that's the problem that holds so many people back from that lifestyle is because they you're right like people feel bad about wanting those things or they feel like it's not possible which is 100% blocking them from it so it's like you need to you need to like think about who that luxury version of you is like how is she talking Mm -hmm. how is she speaking how is she showing up what's her energy like um how is she dressing and you need to like embody that like most luxury wealthy version successful version of you to attract those things like the money and all those things isn't going to come by like cutting yourself off from the nice things because you don't feel like you deserve them because you have to pay off the credit card debt first. Does that make sense? 
Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. What about, did you ever deal with when you were kind of like starting to live this lifestyle? Did you ever think like, oh my God, what are people gonna think? Um, how did you kind totally, of Totally, yeah. And that, that still comes up from time to time. Like mm-hmm. I have people who I know think I live in like dream world and they're like, hey, come back to reality or that's not realistic. <laughs> but like, I just don't believe in that word. And I think that we create our own reality. So like, mm-hmm. maybe this isn't your reality, but this is my reality. Right. Um, so, so yeah, I definitely was afraid of that. And I, there's definitely people who don't get it, but again, it goes back to, following your intuition like we talked about earlier if these are the things that you want and these that's like not like well like if that's what's going to make you happy obviously in addition to like the inner stuff too like finding your purpose and living a purposeful life like I will say the material thing itself is short-lived like that excitement will wear off so make sure that it's it's like you're not waiting for that thing to be happy. You know what I mean? Like you're finding right. your happiness first and then you're, those Absolutely. things are just adding like the cherry on top. Um, so yeah, I think that people are always going to have their opinions, but it always is more so about what they think about themselves and it is about you. So if someone's like, mm. Oh, let, okay, let me think of an example. If someone, like, again, it's kind of like the reality thing I was talking about. Like, if someone's like, that's not a realistic world that she lives in, it's because, that, like, to them, they have their own version of reality, and it's probably that, like, life has to suck half the time or whatever, and you don't fit that bubble, so they, like, label you and they put you outside of that, right? And that's nothing to do with you and your own beliefs, and that's where you have to get really clear on, like, what your values are, what your beliefs are, and make sure that you're... um, reminding yourself of that if people are judging or questioning or or doing whatever because when you can remind yourself of your own beliefs then that's what's going to like again help you live in alignment um and I I've like gone through this with other situations too I'm trying to think of what the specific example was but I think like I don't know, like, I also find, like, as you make more money, people have opinions on, like, how you should spend it and stuff, Mm -hmm. Um, and I've had people, like, share those opinions with me before, too, and it's, like, like, obviously, I respect other people's opinions, and that's fine, but at the same time, I have to do what what resonates with me right now, right? So, if Mm -hmm. that's not doing what some people are saying to do, then why am I going to follow that just to make someone else happy? Because if that's not resonating with me, then that's not me living in alignment. And that's actually way more irresponsible than like anything else I'm doing with money, whether that's like buying the bag or going on the trip. Right. So again, it's like, what are your money values? What, what do you want? Get clear on like what that lifestyle looks like and then act in alignment with that and stay true to you with that. I don't know if that answers your question. I think I went off on a tangent again. <laughs> what I do best. No, yeah. <laughs> well, it's something so many people deal with, right? So many of us grow up in homes where we're just constantly hearing about um, there's not enough, all of this lack, right? Most people grow up in those homes because the majority of people are middle class or lower. So I think it's really mm-hmm. valuable for you to share how you kind of overcame that. But you also mentioned, of course, like the luxury items, they're not going to make you happy in themselves. But I think this is where people get tripped up because we're told like money doesn't buy happiness. And we all know that. But like money money and luxury and traveling also is not going to make you unhappy. So like, yes, exactly. do the inner work. 
yeah, like get yourself feeling good. Get yourself in the vibes. Like you said, get the vibes before the things manifest. Become happy by living your purpose. But then, okay, Mm -hmm. there's no shame in then buying a Louis bag and then buying a luxury trip and staying at the Four Seasons. Um, There's nothing that's going to make you unhappy about those things. The only way it can is if you think... I'll be happy when I have that thing. So I think it's really, I think everything you said is really, really useful for people who are like wanting the luxury life and wanting to move towards it, but they aren't because they're subconsciously blocked by these things. Yeah, yeah, totally. A lot of people think too, like they have to be in a certain position or have be, be or look a certain way before they can do those things. But it's like, mm-hmm. the more you grow, you realize that the growth as you achieve it isn't this obvious thing that shows up on your front door like you kind of have to look back at your journey and be like oh wow yeah like I have accomplished all those things since last year or I have gone through all this stuff and I've come out on the outside wow that's really awesome because the more you're growing and working through all of that the more that you have new desires and you have these new things right so it's like if you're always like waiting to like take the trip or make the purchase or whatever obviously don't put yourself in like a stupid position financially to do it but like if it feels right and a bit scary but exciting at the same time like that's how I know um it's something that I'm supposed to do so it's just Mm -hmm. I don't I don't remember where I was going with that but basically like you have to (laughs) you just have to um like do the things like stop waiting for the right moment, right? Because that's not coming and yes. it's never going to be obvious. And you're going to look yes. back and be like, okay, yeah, I'm so glad I did this, this, and this. If you're constantly waiting to like bite the bullet with whatever the decision is, you're always going to be waiting because there's always going to be a reason why it's not the right time or why you should wait a bit longer or save up a bit more or whatever, right? Um, like every time I've like made one of those purchases or like taking a luxury trip like of course there's other places the money can go to but like this is also part of the reason I started this business in the first place so I'm gonna like stay true to that as well and it's like it's part of my brand you know what I mean so I I would feel I wouldn't it wouldn't feel right if I was like talking about all these things and not actually like walking my talk with it either Yeah, and you're also, like, a big part of what you're doing is you're teaching other people, like, it's okay, first of all, to do these things, and also that they can have these things, and that it isn't some pie-in-the-sky, like, mystery, mystical dream life, like, they can have these things, and you're, you're being an example of that, so it's also, like, part of your purpose, too, with your brand, so I think that's the most amazing thing ever. Um, So, obviously, at some point in your, okay, so... At some point in your life, you you discovered personal development, you discovered the woo, and you discovered manifestation and all of that, like, spiritual world. And I would like to know, how did you come across it? And, like, when when in your life did you start, like, learning about personal development and, like, bringing in the woo? Mm, okay. So I – okay, so there's two parts to this. Personal development, I really found that world when I started network marketing, so my early 20s, okay. um, which would be, like, about – six or seven years ago um that's when I found the personal development world and I was obsessed right away like I hadn't Mm -hmm. read a book and I don't even know how long like since I was a kid probably and like I just and I always loved learning and the personal development like re-sparked that within me but then like Mm -hmm. when like within with my intuition like I've always been super intuitive I just didn't know it until I 
started studying the personal development world more. Um, and until I started like diving into the woo stuff more, I was like, Oh my God, like all of these gut feelings that I like would have as a kid or whatever, or like just sometimes I just have a knowing about something. Um, I'm like, I, that's my intuition. That's like this force that's like trying to speak through me. Right. Um, and it's actually really crazy. I don't talk about this that much, but I, when I was right before 9-11 happened, um, the night before I, and I was in grade six, I had a dream that planes were going up into the sky and crashing down into houses. And then I found out about 9-11 the next day. And I was like, what the heck? Like I basically dreamt that last night. It was crazy. So like, again, as I learned more about like, yeah. And like dreams are a big part of like, your intuition and stuff too. So like, as I learn mm-hmm. more about that in my twenties, I'm like, Whoa, like I, that wasn't, I feel like that wasn't like a crazy freak random thing. Like that wasn't a coincidence, you know? Um, yeah, that is but crazy. yeah, the more I know it was so wild. Um, the more that I started diving into the personal development stuff and like, like I felt really good as I would, learn about it or as I would like apply it to my life and see how much of a difference it made in my life and and a difference in like how it made me feel too so like once I Mm -hmm. started like seeing the benefits I was hooked and I I honestly feel like whether you have a business or not everyone should be doing some sort of personal development and I think the world would be like a much happier and healthier place as well if people were taking that time like taking as much time as they are like watching TV or listening to the news or whatever to right. just like spend 20 minutes a day on themselves like that that payoff that like you would see individually and then as we would see as a collective I think that would be massive yeah I always like dream of of like helping the world become a place where <laughs> like imagine if everyone who takes a cigarette smoke at work took a, instead like a meditation break you know oh my god seriously and it's like why aren't they doing that because if like like if smokers can get a break just because they smoke like everyone should get a break I always thought that was so silly right and like if you like smoking a cigarette like sure it it feels good but like meditation feels way fucking better and it's like the opposite of smoking it's like healthy and it makes you happy, like, especially once you, like, do it for a while and you really experience the benefits of it. It's way better than smoking. And ironically, um, they're both, like, supposed to help deal with stress. <laughs> but, like, exactly, they're on two exactly. different ends of the spectrum. Yeah, like, when, I, when I'm when i stressed out at work, like, my coworkers will go outside and smoke a cigarette. And I literally will shut my door in my office and, like, sit on the floor and meditate. <laughs> it's like... Oh, good um, for you. That's awesome. <laughs> So one thing really stood out to me when you said that, though, like the intuitive part of it, because I think that's true for so many people when they kind of start doing the inner work, they learn how to follow their intuition and that their intuition was always there as like a guiding light. And before I learned about all this stuff, I had no idea. Like I obviously knew what intuition was, but I had no idea that it had any benefit to me. I had no idea how to listen to it, where to find it, how it would feel, Um, but once you study it and once you get into the inner work, it literally is just like this guiding light in your life. And, um, you know, everyone's intuitive to a degree that, that it can come out and and help them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And I think the more that you start using it, even in the smallest ways, like 
what should I wear today and like scan your outfit or scan your closet and like pick the first thing that comes up or like Mm -hmm. um what should I eat for breakfast and then like do the first thing that pops into your mind or like whatever you feel and like pulled towards like in your fridge like pick that right like the more that you just start like trying to use it in small ways then the easier it's going to get to like grow it and use it in bigger ways and with bigger decisions yeah I love that you share that because it's like it's how we can build a habit out of it and, and make it like part of our our normal life is, is listening to the intuition versus you know oh what should what would other people like me to wear today like ew um, yeah no thank you so, okay, what is the biggest piece of advice you would give to the girl who has this big dream inside of her? She Maybe she wants to start a business or maybe she's in network marketing, but she's terrified to take things to the next level because she's afraid. What would you tell her about the fear mm. of showing up in the online world? Okay, you just need to go for it and you need to do just one. I know this sounds cliche, but you need to just do something today that's outside your comfort zone and scares you because you're going to survive. You're going to realize like, okay, I made it. I can do it. And also something that Mm -hmm. really helped me when I was like lacking the motivation or letting fear get the best of me is thinking, where am I going to be a year from now if I don't take the action? And like, sure, like maybe where you are right now isn't a really bad place, but like, if you're listening to this podcast, I'm sure it's because you want to be a better person and you want to live like a more aligned life and you have those big goals and dreams. So like being where you are right now in a year shouldn't be good enough, you know? And it's, and it's again, not that anything's wrong with that situation, but if you're wanting to grow and evolve, then that's what you need, like you need to take action in order to do that. And I remember thinking that, um, actually right before I like started my business and really took things seriously I was doing my taxes and I realized I made less in my network marketing business that year than I did the prior year and I was like what the hell is going on here like this I'm moving backwards I'm not making progress I'm not getting any closer and I had like my enough's than enough moment because I I thought in that moment if I don't do something different and if I don't start putting myself out there and like go really actually going after what I want because you know if you're really going for it or not and as right. as like as much as I love the life I've created like there's times now like at every new level you're gonna have that there's times now where I'm like wow mm-hmm. I've been really comfortable for a while it's time to get uncomfortable and that's gonna sprout some amazing things but yeah like I knew that I did not want to be where I was one year from then and that really forced me into taking action so it's like if you have those big goals and dreams and they're pumping you up and that's enough to get you moving amazing like I think that's honestly so cool and so awesome um and I think now I've created that muscle a little bit more but a lot of the time it's like the what's gonna where am I gonna be what's gonna happen if I don't do this and if that's what you have to think about to like get yourself disciplined in the beginning and get yourself out there and get yourself out of your comfort zone then do it because again you owe it to like that lifestyle that you want or those goals that you want they're not they're not like some crazy far-fetched reality like you literally wouldn't be able to think of those things if it wasn't possible for you the universe is like putting those ideas in your brain because the universe wants you to take action they're like hey um 
Leah, like this is what's possible for you. I'm trying to remind you of that so you do something about it. It's not to like tease you, right? So whatever those big goals and dreams are, it's 100% possible, but you have to start taking the action. And again, if it's, if it, that's not enough, think about where you're going to be a year from now, if you don't do it. And if you don't like that picture, then girl, (laughs) you got to get moving. Yes. Get moving, get moving. Um, yeah, it's like, we're always choosing. Right. And I feel like a lot of people would look at like your brand and the Mm. company you've built and think like, Oh, she must've gotten lucky, but like, no, it's not. (laughs) Yeah. There's been a lot of, um, late nights. There's been a lot of tears. There's been a lot of what the fuck am I doing moments? Like, (laughs) but I wouldn't trade those for a thing. And I still, I'm even though it is hard sometimes and it's stressful and there's a lot going on and there's times where today I was like, wow, I really just want to sleep all day. Like I'm so exhausted. Like I would not change this for anything. Like I would not go back to a nine to five. I would not get another job, you know, like it's so Mm -hmm. worth it. And I think that if you have like that dream to build a business or create that really amazing lifestyle, um, I think it's good to have those moments of struggle where you are like forcing yourself to have that discipline and you're forcing yourself to show up because it makes it that much more worth it when you have it. Mm, yep. Yep. And it's a good thing too, to talk about like, you know, the struggles, how, you know, the years it took to build this and all of that, because the girl who maybe doesn't feel like she is quote lucky enough to do this. It's like, no, luck has nothing to do with it. The people that you're seeing online did not get lucky. Look at how long they've been working at it. Um, so I love that you shared, you know, all of those aspects of it as well. Um, okay. Do you have a favorite book to share with us? Ooh, I have so many. Okay. Can I give a couple? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. For manifesting, um, read the book called Ask and It Is Given by Jerry and Esther Hicks. Well, it's really by Abraham Hicks, but Jerry and Esther Hicks channel Abraham. Um, it's like, it's not like the easiest to read, I will say, but it's so amazing and it really helps you understand like the universe and your vibration and your energy and how much that's playing a role in like the current reality that you have and how you can change that to manifest like your dream life. So that's a really amazing one. I call that like the manifestation Bible. Um, Another one that I love, like I love the Jen Sincero books, like you're a badass and you're a badass at making money. Those are just really good. And if you like want a bit of an intro to personal development or just need an easier read, those are good. Um, For money, I really like, well, the you're a badass at making money. You Mm. love her? Yeah, but I haven't read the money one. I've just read her like original you're a badass. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're a badass at making money. It is kind of similar to you're a badass, but she still has like a lot of good money, um, tips and like helpful tools and stuff in there. Um, but Mm. also the book called secrets of a millionaire mind by T Harv Ecker. Never heard of that one. Definitely adding it to my list. And then have you read, sorry, I'm like, (laughs) this is like a 10 recommendation list. Um, Have you read Girl, Stop Apologizing by Rachel Hollis? No, I haven't. Okay, that one, I haven't finished it yet. I'm only like 60 pages in. Um, But this book, it's like all about how like, women need to stop feeling bad for like the big goals and dreams that they have. So if if you find that you're like, 
um, downplaying things sometimes or, um, you like the opinions of others really get to you and it like stops you from taking action. Like this book is so good. I'm loving it. Oh my God. That's like literally what we've talked about this whole time. I love Rachel Hollis though. Yeah. So I have to read that book. Yeah. Really, really good. And then if you want like one that's like a bit more spiritual, if you want to start getting into that, um, we were talking about this when you were in Toronto, but, um, Gabby Bernstein, Super Attractor. I'm listening to that on Audible right now, and that one's really good, too. Yeah, yeah, I remember you guys were, were reading that or listening to that, and you guys all said it was good. So definitely going to yeah. add that to my list. I have several to add now. Yeah, I just give you, Yay. like, ten, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Well, Kelly, this has been incredible. Please tell everyone where they can find you and connect with you. And guys, go follow her on Instagram. Go listen to her podcast. You're going to love it. Absolutely. So, you, yeah, you can listen to my podcast. It's called The Freedom Babe Podcast. It's on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, pretty much anywhere you can find podcasts. Um, and then my website is thefreedombabe.com. And then I am mainly on Instagram out of all the social channels. So, Come say hi. Yes, you guys are going to love her podcast. Did I okay, give you my you handle so for much. this for Instagram or no? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't know. Uh, give it again. Give I don't think again. I did either. I'm like, I'm on Instagram. <laughs> I'm at the Freedom Babe on Instagram. The Freedom Babe, guys. She is amazing. So, Kelly, yay. Thank you so much for coming on. This has been such a fun conversation, and I can't wait to hear all the feedback from everyone after listening to this episode. Tag Kelly and I on Instagram. Take a Snapchat, guys. A Snapchat? Is that what it is? A snap? <laughs> Just take screenshot? a picture of <laughs> a screenshot. Yes. Take a screenshot and tag us and tell us what you took away from this, especially if you have read one of those 10 books. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, girl. Okay, see ya.